What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Ben Knows Nothing. I have a very, very special guest back for his second appearance here on Ben Knows Nothing. Um, <laughs> Eddie Rivera um, of uh, New Hairstyle Hair Studio in Meriden. Uh, artist, mm-hmm. painter. Is there anything that you don't do? <laughs> because, bro, you've been I've been following you on Instagram. You've been pumping me up. You see the fire emojis, the the hundred percents that I send you, the <laughs> yeah. clapping hands, the hundred percent, the hundred percents. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely have that uh, that effect on a lot of people because I see a lot of people share your stuff. I've actually gotten sent something from you, somebody not knowing that I I was like I already I already saw this, bro. You know, uh, yeah. you know when you do that dick thing when somebody sends you something, you're like, yeah. Yo, I already, bro, I already saw this, and you're like, oh come on, yeah. Um, so you have that effect. You've been doing an awful lot. Um, you know, and last time you were on, you, uh, you gave me, you know, that painting, you made that painting for me, yep. you know, and it was like, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. It's which huge. you put me onto. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a blessing. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that, that, that was something, you know, that I could introduce you to, you introduced me to so much. Um, I'm actually going to go see him in New York. I'm actually going to Boston, I think in May, um, for a meet and greet okay. and book signing. So I've already read, you know, his book, uh, beyond order. Um, you know, and that the, that's the, on my list. it's, it's such a profound book. It, it really does change your life. It changed a lot of my, a lot of stuff in my relationship, I would mm-hmm. say changed. I had a lot of good business sense of like how I wanted to treat people and my service has always been good. And I imagine yours has been as well, but it's changed me a little bit more in my relationship and being a little bit more open and like you got in, you got engaged. I got engaged and married, you yep. know, so I'm trying to, you know, not get a divorce, <laughs> not, not be divorced already. Today's episode is brought to you by Graziella coffee company, the coffee company that reminds you don't work too hard today. Me and Ben are sipping on the Copan Honduras, which is a darker roast coffee, which is absolutely amazing. Um, bold and sweet with hints of butterscotch, molasses, and graham cracker. Graziella coffee company, the coffee company that reminds you, don't work too hard. Don't work too hard. Cheers, brother. Cheers. So that book, the second book, helped me a little bit more in a relationship sense. The first one definitely helped me. The, his first book uh, put me put me on to just better behaviors. I was right. doing shit that I didn't like about myself. You ever like, you're like, oh, I'm nailing it. And then you're like, you read the book and you're like, oh, shit, I'm doing things I shouldn't be he doing. He just has a lot of ideal things. Yeah. For people to easily understand when he like when he talks, it's very easy to understand yeah. what he's saying, and it it just makes sense. He says it so like almost like that the re, he gives you the 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 reason why after telling you what you did wrong that you have related to, right. or that you were doing right and you were relating to. And he also talks about his wife and sometimes yes. how. She can't put up with him. Yeah, yeah. And he also shows you how normal he is. Like how normal that is. I have issues in my situation where it's like um, I'm ranting off, and you know my wife is looking at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much all of us. We 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 all go through it, but there's some there's there's so much genius that comes out of you know comes out of Jordan Peterson. Well, being so matter of fact with it too, like going, like I said, I like that like. He gives you the problem, gives you the issue, right. or gives you the thing that you're doing right, and gives you the reason why, or perhaps why, um, you did it right or wrong, or 
you know, hey, you could do it better by doing this. My favorite message to him, and like I said, we can, you know, we move on from there, but my favorite message from him is that you are not okay the way you are. Like, you're not okay the way you are. You you didn't nail it. You know, you're not like, oh, every day, nailed it, great. Mm-hmm. That's such an arrogant way to think, you know, and it's it's so detrimental to business owners or even just people who want to stay accomplished and motivated throughout the day. If every day I woke up and I was like, nailed it, I did great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you'd just be like an asshole, you know, and then what? Yeah. you'd have this arrogance about you and it wouldn't be confidence. It wouldn't and be it, that. It'd, it'd be arrogance. And it, would, it wouldn't be fun anymore. If yeah, there's that too. It's like you're not, if you're nailing everything yeah. and you're, you're being successful every single day, like there's no excitement. It's like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to nail it. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do good. So, um, yeah, it definitely helps with, helps with improvement on whatever situation right. that you can be in. So, dude, I mean, what's new? I mean, you, I just see you out there killing it. You know, your gym stuff, your gym regimen is pretty, pretty solid. You know, your travel regimen is pretty solid. Your painting's pretty solid. You know, you constantly, you know, upgrading. Before the podcast, we were talking about um, him upgrading as far as the barbershop, the vibe, everything that you've been doing. So yeah, let's talk about that. I just, um, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to be, obviously there's no such thing as perfect, but I want to be balanced, equally balanced with everything. And I want to be close to perfect as far as in my own world, what I think is perfect. I want to be healthy and, you know, I I do go to the gym all the time. Um, you know, I, I go on and off. I'm, I'm normal too. I yeah, go everything. on and off with diets. I mean, I'm always at the gym. The gym is my the place I go. I have to go to the gym. Um, that's where I do all my working out and and listening to podcasts or audiobooks. But um, you know, I don't want people thinking like this guy is perfect. Yeah, I I, I always battle with my diets. Like, yeah, yeah. The dude, past two months. Yeah, I you had a lot like, going. You had a lot going like, on. I gained like 15, 20 pounds because of Thanksgiving and Christmas, but. My goal is to overcome those two months because yeah. right, right, those two months are like the toughest times when it comes to diets. What are you going to do better? I mean, it's it's all about having a plan, you know. So with that type of diet stuff, that stuff is great because for somebody like you, once again, right. it's hey, I didn't nail it. I I had some things, and now for you, this is another new challenge. So in your head, you're like, oh, I'm I'm going to kill this too. Right. So I imagine for you being as hungry as you are. And I don't mean that. I don't mean that in that type of sense. I mean mm-hmm. in the sense of like going to the gym and taking better care. Right. You're looking at it as a challenge. Like you're going to be like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I got this. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> what is that's holiday season? When I started my mission, you know, I, I I I got inspired from a motivational speech. Yeah. And then I. Uh, Which speech was it? Do you remember? I think it was. The first one I really listened to that really opened my eyes was Eric Thomas. Oh, ET, the, man. The guy kills it. The um, Hip-hop preacher. The 4 a.m., you know, uh, the guru story. And then from there, uh, uh, branched off to Les Brown, uh, Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar's amazing. You know, Earl Nightingale. Amazing. Um, See, it's weird that we have, like, I we literally listen to the same thing, and that's why doing this podcast, having somebody on, mm-hmm. I did that because I wanted to attract that. And it's amazing that you do it. We do attract that, you know, sure. and, and, and that first one that CT, um, that, you know, that he put on or, 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 or Eric Thomas put on, sorry, um, put on that was one of the first ones that I was turned on to 
maybe like five years, four years ago, five years ago. Yep. Same that year. reignited. I would say five, six years ago. Yeah, it, it reignited me too. It was such a, it's such a profound talk. He must have nailed like every, he must have said that speech like a thousand times in order yeah, to make he, it sound the way that he did. He, kill, he killed it and like I said, it, it, and when you're on YouTube and you're looking at a motivational speaker, they pop up. Now they start popping up, and now I'm like, "Who's uh, who's this? Who's uh, Tony Robbins? Yeah. Who's uh, Zig Ziglar? Who's uh, They're the OGs? Right, They're the mean, OGs, OGs. Yeah, uh, Les Brown, Les Brown. Um, he has probably, I would say Les Brown has probably the best speeches. I could see why somebody would have a problem with those because he does also put religion in there, and to some people they don't want that. Right. Um, um that's you, that's the only reason why I would you say you got to look at when someone talks about. Yeah, I know. God, how they, yeah. Look at it as what you look at it. Exactly. Yeah. That's think, how I. If you look think at God it. is the universe, then you, okay, he's talking about the universe. If it's spiritual, it's spiritual. Whatever. Yeah. If People, it's Allah, it's Allah. It, this is that. Yeah. I'm not religious at all, zero, but I appreciate, you know, a lot from a lot of different religions. You know, Structure. I, I appreciate Jesus. Yeah. Because he was a man, he did come in. He, he did come to this earth. Yeah. I respect him as you know. Yeah, of course. He, the, profound, he the profound, the profound impact he's he had on on. Us and culture, yeah. completely. But you know, um, I don't know where I was going with the with the religious, uh, uh, like TD Jakes. Yeah, like when TD Jakes speaks, I'll I'll listen to him, and it has like some inspirational, powerful message. Even though he's a Christian, and, yeah, and I don't consider myself a Christian, but I you're I, still inspired. I'm inspired, and I love who he is, and I love what he stands for. And, you know, and like I said, there's different, you could take bits and pieces. You really can't, you, you really can. And I mean, and having, having that, it, it, it doesn't matter what it did to you either. Like, like the, the whole point of, or it doesn't matter who's listening. I should say what it's, how it impacted you, which is the most thing that I got or right. at least you, and you, does, get, you're you mean, it doesn't matter who's speaking. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's, as long as it hits, exactly. as long as it hits, right. who cares? Right. So, you got super inspired, and then now, like I said, you you know you put on you know twenty pounds, but you know that's not, dude. 15, you're 20, you're fifteen twenty two, but you're a monster though. Right. You know what I mean? You'll be fine. You know, right. you you like the you know that's power. It's power now. Power. Strength, yeah. exactly. You know, gotta burn it. But we're so on it. and then you're on it, and then you've been traveling a lot too. I'm in my thirties. I'll be thirty seven in nine days. January twelfth, I'll be thirty seven. Yeah. Um, and the past couple years, I just wanted to travel and someone told me hey before you go outside of america make sure you travel and check out the united states because we have beautiful places here it's amazing places you know colorado vegas california miami um all these beautiful places that people forget that we have home so i've been focusing on you know checking off things in the united states and then um the next couple of years i'm going to start traveling to italy getting from, outside you know spain Getting outside Africa, I have a lot of. Uh, What's the place that's that you want to check out the most? That's on your list that you're like, that's a place. That's the place that I you know I've been looking forward to. Um, it would have to be either. I think Italy's one of them. Italy, yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of origin with my ancestors. Yeah, and Spain, you know, Italy and Spain. Yeah, they're very close. Yeah, very I feel close. like those are there. There's a lot of originality to my ancestors and where I come from is from Italy and Spain. So and you'll I, be able to 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 relate. I'll just be able to, you know, because um, Miami. You look like you're having a lot of fun in Miami, bro. Miami is artistic. 
And, yeah. And when I go to Miami, um, I, I consider that that place like my second home at this point. And eventually, I'm gonna probably buy a condo and do a lot yeah. of business down there, and maybe it's open amazing. up a barbershop or a gallery or something. But Miami is really inspiring to me because they have Art Basel once a year, which I went this past year. Yeah, I seen that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I love Miami. There was sure. so many pictures, so many pictures you had of amazing just artists, their work. You're standing by, and, and I'd be like, now, did you paint something down there? I didn't paint anything down you there. You wanted to, I, though, I, I bet. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, And I could have, but I was focusing on actually shooting a music video for the music I've been I seen that too. producing. I've seen that, too. Which is hip-hop. Yeah. And that's originally something originally that you were very, very into. Yeah. And then it was something, like I said, you kind of have focused more on that. Was it always something that's been with you? Well, I always did music um, ever since a kid, and I always wanted to make it bigger music. Um, when when I had got out of jail when I was 21, I started chasing music and writing music and recording and yeah. getting on the radio and doing shows. And eventually, like, the, the music business could really, really destroy a, a creative person when you're handling all the business. I never found someone that believed in me enough to be like, hey, I'll handle all your business. You focus on the you creativity. You focus on the creativity. So I was handling my business, burning and building relationships. and It's a good way of putting it, burning and building. Because I was, yeah, I was, I, I didn't know what to do. The, the, I, I didn't understand the business. So I'm over here getting emotional, arguing with this guy because he didn't do what I think he should have done for the money I paid him or just, it, it was just a bunch of bullshit. So I got really depressed and I said, you know, forget the music I'm business. Out. Yeah. And then I started reinventing myself and, and I started thinking about, what other talents do you have? And that's where the barbering came in and the art came in. Creativity. You're just creative in general. You know what right. I mean? Like just as a, as an individual, I think you have such a huge creative streak. And I, I've seen that, you know, from you, from your paintings and this, you sold a painting to, uh, I believe it was Fat Joe, yep. you know, which was, I mean, amazing. It was beautiful. It was, you, a, it was a big pun. It was a big pun. It was a big pun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and you've had some really amazing paintings. And afterwards, I would like to talk with you about another one that we need to mm -hmm. have made that I have been thinking about. Um, approach. Fuck it, I'll say it now. Um, I really want a Johnny Cash one made. For sure, you've been talking. about I've it. been yeah. talking about it with you before, and uh, I originally was going to give it to my cousin, but I don't think he's going to get it. I think it's going to have <laughs> to stay with me. Um, you can get him a copy. Yeah, I'll get him a copy of it, and uh, we could do that. But I'm thinking of doing that. Just the the iconic, you know, just middle finger. Yeah, you know sure. the. the it, which will be, you know, massive. I, I really, 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 really want it. And it was something uh, you got me hooked Johnny on. Johnny Cash is badass. Like yeah, we all have, when I look at you, you, look, you know, Jordan Peterson, uh, Jordan yeah. Peterson and Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. We all have that. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm God, saying? Yeah, like, those are two me. different guys from way different sides of the spectrum. I had that when I, went, I was meeting my family and my brother had told his wife, he said, hey, you know, before she goes, before I met you, he warned me. He said, he's like, he has his crazy streak. And right. then he has his organized, you know, very disciplined. Like he's very, he has this, but he has a crazy streak. So just know before you think he'll just. Dr. Jack and Mr. Hyde. It's, it's which, more which, controlled, but it, but it's more at this point, dude, I like to have fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm the, when it comes to certain things, I work this hard for a reason so right. I can cut loose and do the things that I enjoy and that I love. So I think that's basically what he was and trying to do. When you take a trip, take a trip with purpose. Exactly. You I know? do every, that's the best way to put it. When I go take my trips, 
I'm not going out getting drunk. I'm not party. I don't party. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't consider. I consider probably going on a jet ski party. Yeah. But I, you know, when I just go out there with a purpose to kind of heal myself and also have a good time and be adventurous. Yeah. To, to me, that's like you know. Well, that's well, you, what you want to say yes to life. Right. So you're going into those vacations right. with the purpose to saying yes to all those things, you right. know, because you work so freaking hard, you know? So, I mean, it's like, that's your, would you say that that's probably the best for you, that payback to yourself? Like, hey, when I go on trips, that's what I feel like it's it's paying me back. That's the purpose. And, and it's inspiration. Yeah. And it's well, just- that, that trip when you took with all those refueling oh man that was huge you know i could see it with the you know with i could see i could see your batteries recharging yeah yeah, i could see it man every painting you stood next to you looked a little different it was just i don't know how to describe it i actually made met a guy from spain i forgot his name i feel bad but he was he got flown out I, i met a few people uh but this guy from spain got flown out to do a mural there yeah, and then I met some guys from Italy, which is crazy because these are two places I want to visit. Right then, and, then. and I met two guys. One guy from Spain that got flown out to do some art, and then I met a couple guys from Italy that got flown out and do some art. And it's just just inspiring. It's inspiring me. It's it's inspiring to me that how the art world it has that powerful impact. Where it's like, I found this artist in Spain. I'm gonna fly him out. He's going to do a beautiful mural in Miami and people are going to fly from all over the world to come see this. Yeah. And, and for you, it's a draw because it, it also feels it's like you were supposed to be there. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if we do believe, I don't, I don't know if I even believe in that, but for some odd reason you were there and you meet those two people and you see that, you see that artwork, which I'll put up, I'll put put that artwork right. up too. Um, you know, because it was so beautiful, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, well, I, I feel like I remember one time I heard that what you're looking for is looking for you. you know what, what you mean? put out. You know, what you're out there looking for is looking for you. So eventually you're going to meet with everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you want to you know own a business and you're going to work hard to it. It's come. It's like a magnet. It's coming to you. You're attracting it to you. I've always said that it says like I, I, you don't ever you want to you don't ever need to push. It's pull like. Things pull you towards it when you're starting to work towards it. it. It's very, very odd. I remember down, and this is kind of similar to what you're saying with, with that you met somebody, Italy, Spain, to to now recharge your batteries. Also, light up your creativity, light up your imagination. So in that way, all the hard work feels like it's for something. Right. You know, it, it give me something, please. You know, and it, but it's like you're not begging for it. You're just going. I'm gonna go enjoy myself because I've been working so hard. And then you go out and then boom, it's there, it's there. I had something very similar happen. I needed I needed to be right on the money. I was broke, dead broke. Mm. I mean, I went negative, like it was like negative like $400 in my account, right? And I remember at the time I didn't own the, my, my own business yet and I didn't do anything, but I was working so hard, man. Mm. You know, it's just like, so I, you know, I just kind of like held back, you know, the tears type of thing. I've been broke many times, so it wasn't a big deal. But this time, it was kind of like, dude, you're you're an adult now. You gotta, you know, yeah, you gotta do this. Shit. You know, you're an adult. I came in the office, and I remember it was like I had a check. It was like my bonus check, 
So I had my paycheck and that, and my bonus check was the exact amount I was negative. And then my paycheck would have made it up for the rest of it. But it was so odd that my bonus check was the exact amount to the cent what I was negative. And I remember going, this is pulling me. I mean, it wasn't the money is not the motivator, but it was, I I needed, it was almost like a sign. You know what it is? It's like, it's like that saying, God will give you just enough. Yeah. It it, just on the cent, bro. Seriously. But that happens with me too. Like, Certain times I'm like, damn, I can't break this. Like I, I, I go to through weeks where I'm like, okay, I, I want to break three or four or five grand that I made a week. I want to, but I, I can't break that, break that fucking. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's gonna, it, but it keeps you got to keep going and going and going and going and going. You know what I mean? It's like, and then it gives it to you, and then it actually you it, actually it, do it, it, right? And then you're like, oh, this is what I had to, you know, this is what I had to do this whole time, right? You know? right. And, and that's, that's a huge motivator. And I think that people think that money isn't like a motive. I don't know how to say it. Like that people think that money is like bad now. I don't know like where they're getting that from. I mean, I mean, I imagine they're probably getting it from whatever sort of political, religious, all, you know, what their parents told them, what this, but it's like, if, if you have a business owner that's making good money, it's usually good service, good everything, you know? That's why I don't hate on, you know, millionaires and even billionaires. Like, I'm not that guy. Uh, you're just jealous. A lot of people are just right. jealous. They're envious. They're dragging around spiteful and then jealousy. And the that, which, listen, I don't believe in, I don't believe in worship, worshiping the devil and the devil's going to grant you all this money. Yeah, yeah. I, like, all these people say, like, you know. When they <laughs> worship him too. Yeah, that's true too. It's like they're sacrifice. They, they they probably sacrifice a human being to get a hundred million or the crazy fucking the crazy shit like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like oh yeah. Or, or the uh, what's that called? The conspiracy theorist types. You know the conspiracy, and then there's the the people with the what? Oh, I forgot the damn word I'm looking for. Uh, superstition. Oh yes, yeah, so they're they're superstitious. And then there's the about witchcraft stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you know it's. It's none of that shit. Yeah, it's just it's somebody. Literally, simply hard work, believing in yourself, and moving forward, and not giving up, and not caring. Like when you when you see someone be successful, they did not worship the devil or sell their soul or their <laughs> Illuminati or all this bullshit. It's just so much bullshit that it kind of like it justifies why people. Or I'm not I'm not rich because I'm a good person. I'm not gonna sell my soul. Yeah, I'm not going to sell my soul. These people sold their... No, they worked their fucking asses off and became millionaires and billionaires and give back to countries and give back to kids. And, you know, everyone shits on the million dollars, you know, on the millionaires. Yeah. 70% of them are self-made and they came from nothing. Well, yeah, I found that. That's... I was just going to say it. Right. Like, they were just like you. Yeah, there was... There was... It was not passed down generational wealth. Like, that's that's the biggest misconception. So, I, I agree. When they start... With that type of talk, you, you just want to strangle him. When you guys, like, when you see Jeff Bezos in 1997, this guy yeah. was not partying. Yeah. You guys are out here hating on the millionaires while you're sitting at a bar drinking on a Friday night. And he wasn't they, doing that. They sacrificed 20, 30 years probably sometimes of their life. Everything. To build something to make the world a better place and, you know, whatever. Well, it's but it's also what they did was they aimed... At one thing, right, for twenty to twenty-five years, eventually, that type of behavior will stick. And so you get people who don't understand 
that that's what they have to do. Sacrifice. So if you tell somebody they have to sacrifice, most people, you know, Eddie, most people don't even want to sacrifice going a different way to work. One turn would throw their whole their whole shit off. So the thing is, like, most people don't don't want to sacrifice anything. So the thing is, is those people know delayed gratification, delayed gratification, constant, and they aim at one thing, yep. one thing. All their life. So, when, speaking of sacrifice, speaking Sacri- of sacrifice, um, I remember um, my third kid on the way, and me not knowing what I wanted to do with my life after the whole rap career. Yeah, just went down the shithole. Yeah. Um, you know, I sat back. And well, you felt defeated. Yeah, I felt. Defeated. You felt defeated I felt, because I, I feel I felt like they played. You know, people played me. I felt used. I felt. Uh, how How old were you again? When I decided to like say yeah, fuck, wrap, yeah, wrap yeah, it up. Uh, yeah. Twenty eight. Okay. Okay. So it was just like, hey, you know, I felt used and you know you were used, young abused and abused. And yeah. Yeah. Thrown around and. Well, I mean, that's the the music business is can terrible. You, can chew you up and spit you out. Right. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, at that point, I was like, okay, I got to do something realistic, mm-hmm. and I was about to be a, a an electrician, and then you know, obviously, it, that wouldn't make me happy. So I eventually, you know, wanted to be a barber, and um, I sacrificed a whole year because we're talking about sacrificing. Yeah, I was working twelve hours at a job, and then I would sacrifice the rest of the day to go to school. For a whole year. It's huge. And, I, you know, it, it was back and forth. Like, do you really want to do this for a whole year? While I was in school, I wanted to quit. Yeah, yeah. Because I just, nobody wants to go to school. Like, we, nobody wants to, to uh, do Nobody it. wants to do the hard part. They yeah. just want to get to the. Give me the money part. Give, yeah, yeah, give me the, right. or give me, give me whatever sort of satisfaction. But if I never sacrificed that one year to dedicate, I wouldn't have a successful barbershop today. Yeah. And it's honestly one of my favorite accomplishments of my whole life so far. And it's incredible. It should be. It's an incredible place. Sacrificing, you know, partying, good times, uh, all that stuff for a little bit could do for your success. The nose to the grindstone type type of story. We have a similar similar story with that. You know, I was doing the same thing. You know, with with personal training, training, man. I I I was working fifty five to sixty hours a week, and I was going to school. Three, three nights a week for four, it was like four hours. It was crazy, you know? So it was like, I go to school, I, I get out, I was exhausted, mm-hmm. you know? Go to school, do that. And mine was a 16 months, yeah, 16 month program. So I was doing it. And then it was also, you were hearing all this stuff about, you know, you hear this like shit about, you know, oh, you sh- it's not going to be a, a big enough payoff for you. It's not going to be this. Yep. Two people that I went to school with still train to this day. Only two, you know, out of the, the like strong survive. 16, but exactly. Think and that. then, and then I also found somebody else too, that does it too. But it's just like with the barbershop, man, like you had this delayed gratification, you're busting your ass. You got a third kid coming on the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're going, you know, I can't go out and party, you know, and I know how, you know, that's going to be. But what I can do is I could actually hold myself accountable to my future. That's what you did. You held yourself accountable to your future. And once you started doing that, I don't, I do, it builds a grit on you. It builds something in you, on you, whatever, that for me was always there, but never went away. And you start to recognize it if you're 
don't do it. Like if you don't have that type of sacrifice. And we mm-hmm. talked about that too. Right. Where your success will eventually start to hurt you. Then you're like, like, cause we talked about before the, the podcast, before we started, you know, I'm, I started to mimic bad behavior because I was going, Hey, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to stay till, you know, eight or nine, which I was, but it was like, you know, I was yeah, kind of yeah. complaining about you weren't it. weren't excited about what it. Wasn't excited about it. And then I started to realize, like, I started adopting behaviors that didn't get me through to this point. All my behaviors that I did, I, I actually enjoyed. It was like shared suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I remember, you know, I remember getting up at 4.30 for, I did that for almost 10 years. You know what I mean? So now it's like I set these small things that I was doing, not doing, and kind of letting my success hurt me by not getting up, not getting up early, not getting after it, not, you know, setting up these small, putting my clothes out to make sure that I could just put them on real quick, get going, breakfast, meal prepping, um, making sure you get three workouts no matter what in a week, like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I started to set that stuff up, Again, I felt reinvigorated. I felt on top of the world again, and I because you're in control because because it, if you you feel it and you also get the benefits of the financial, right. it's delayed gratification. But now that I'm here and I have that energy, and you have that energy, because I see I see what you do, um, you know, and I get sent a lot of your stuff, and like with you at the barber shop, and then you with like putting out, you know. A song, you know, is that? Are you working on that? I'm working on an album right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm just doing this for me, just yeah. to prove myself that you, you you just do everything you love. Yeah. And I'm working on good music, and I'm having fun with it. Um, I'm just doing everything I love. You're enjoying it. I'm in. I'm enjoying life. I feel like a kid when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm literally doing everything I did when I was a kid. Music. Went to my room and painted. Went to my room and wrote rhymes. I mean, I do what I do. And I go, you know, I used to do karate. Now I go to the gym. Like, it's it's huge, man. My it life could, is just great. It's a manifestation of of falling in love with what you did as a kid, and then having it now generate revenue. Like, right. really, let's be honest. Like, right. that's what a lot of this this is, or it has been for me too. I annoyingly get to do what I love every day. You get to actually do all of the things. That you love to do. From start to end. Yeah, r- in the very beginning. Every day. It doesn't make it easy, though. Like, it doesn't mean it's more, it's easier. It, to it me, means, it, it means putting out more fires and being more responsible. And, yeah. like, sometimes I get aggravated because a lot of money comes in and then it's money here. Money there, going there, going there, going there, paying bills, paying bills, paying bills. You know, like, you know, your kids, your, your, your wife, uh, you know, uh, your bills, this bill, that bill. You know. Um, and you're like, where's where don- Donations here. or this. It's just like. But, it, you know, it, it, it gets a little stressful. But when you sit back and look at him, like, I'm so blessed to be able to do all that. Grateful. And I'm good and my bills are paid. And even if I end up with a little bit of cash, as far as, like, my cash, I'm good. Yeah. I, I have that. You know what I mean? I could put it away. I could use it. I could do whatever I want. But everything is taken care of. Huge. And there's a lot. You know, going down to my mom, helping my mom out. Or paying for someone behind me at Dunkin' Donut. You yeah. You know what I mean? Or... It's a great, it's great. I mean, it's just, it's great. It's a lot, but it's great because you're in control and you are the boss. You are the, you are the storyteller. You are the creator. When you're working at, at some factory, which I did a lot, 
You're not in control. I don't care what you think. You're not in control. If you're there for 12 hours, they own you for 12 hours. They tell you what you can, can't do, how much you could take off, how much you could make. And I was just always against that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't want it. You didn't want that life. Right. And some people are okay with that. And, and I think it is because it's not for everybody. You know, it's not for everybody. The free, I don't want to say this. It is for everybody, but it's not for everybody's personality type to want to create something or do something or live with purpose even for that matter. Do you know how many miserable people, miserable fucks that I deal with? I'll be honest with you. and Because you have to. You know, I started to stop sugarcoating stuff and I started to realize once I stopped doing that, I, I really was speaking to a different audience, even with the podcast, you know, so I'd get messages like, hey, you're right about that, or hey, this. When I stopped trying, to, uh, I stopped trying to please everybody because mm-hmm. there's some real miserable people, man, that'll suck the life energy right out of you. There's people that you'll interact with that all they do is bitch about, oh, my, you know, my husband, oh, my wife, oh, my, <laughs> oh, you know, the, this job is killing me. Get, get away from it. Oh, I don't even hang out with people like that. I don't. Anymore. I don't. Yeah. That's what's so yeah. weird. So when I hear the language, I'm almost like, I, dude, I just check out. I don't even, I'm not even listening to you anymore. I will not sit there and listen. I got up. I'll get right up off the table, like out of the table. I'm, I'm done. I'm out of the chair. I can't even deal with you anymore because you have bitched about this so many times. And it's like you and I, and not to be self, sound self-congratulatory or whatever, but it's like, bro, we weren't meant for that. I'm not meant for that. I can't no. sit still. This is the most I've sat still, you know? And, it, it, and it's okay to um, it's okay to be, you know, to, to, to have that life. I'm, like, I don't like to talk about, oh, that life is horrible because, mm-hmm. you know what, there is actually some people that really enjoy their job and enjoy their That's eight, fine. To, you know, eight, whatever they do, they're enjoying it. If it makes you happy, that's, yeah, that's it. Fuck that. Do what makes you happy because... There's monks out there that literally live off the land and meditate for 10 hours a day that are the happiest and most peaceful people in the world and don't need all the cars, the houses. They're happy in a little hut made out of hay. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? it's like, true. But I think I think that that's what people do, though. They, My gripe is this. I'm not talking, like, that's good. I'm not even a real materialistic person. I actually enjoy less. I'm more of a minimalist, believe mm-hmm. it or not. I did this because I thought it was fun. Like right. I literally was like, "Oh, that'd be fun," and I like talking to people, I like talking to you, yep. I like talk. So it's like, I think that people think that even if you are trying, you you own a business in this, and they could not be more wrong that it's about money. Sorry, can't it no. can't be just about. It's about I mean, it, it's about freedom. I mean, it can it could be and can be about profits and margins and stuff like that. And that's obviously some of the the larger. You know, corporations, I think once they make it a certain thing, maybe. But in the beginning, it's always passion. It's always a purpose. It's always something they needed or something somebody and, needed. And believe it or not, I um, money is, is great. But what I, when I did what I did and what I've done With is it. more, yeah, it's more for respect because I was so disrespected growing up. Same. All the time, you know, bullied, uh, you know, laughed at, you know, it's like my whole life. It was like, damn, I can't I, like I suck at shit. You know what I mean? I suck at art. I suck at cutting hair. I suck at this. And they would say it, too. So, right. Who the fuck's laughing now? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, Dude, like, I'll come to school with a piece of art. I'm like, look what I did. Oh, that's all right. That's not all cool. I got another friend that could do better than that. Or someone could say I could do better than that. Yeah. Or when I did a haircut, oh, you, you, you didn't really do a great job fading this. Or so 
I I wanted to perfect everything that I do for respect. I mean, the money comes because it's just going to come because you, once you get respect, people are going to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like once, yeah. you, you know, you're great at cutting hair, people are going to pay you. And once you become valuable to the point where everyone wants to pay, you, you can raise your prices now because now you're a high end demand. So a $20 haircut went to 50 and the people that are willing to pay 50, that's on that big, big crate of people that want haircuts from you are going to pay the 50. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's what you're worth. What's the saying with the price? You said it, and then I think Fat Joe said it. Fat Joe said, yesterday's price ain't today's price. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's so true, dude. And that's kind of like a way of life because if you keep improving, the price is going to continue to keep going up. Like, it's going to keep going up. And, and you got to hold yourself at a certain standard at some point where, like, I'm worth this much. And you got to and be proud of it and be confident. Like, I'm worth $100 an hour. I'm worth a hundred dollars an hour. I might and potentially might be worth more. Yeah, but like I'm not moving unless I'm making a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, and this is me today. Tomorrow it could be one hundred twenty or two hundred. I'm talking about today. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 you gotta be, and that's it. And if people don't want to pay you a hundred dollars an hour for whatever it is you do or more, whatever you suggest, then that's not your audience, and they don't understand you, and they don't know the benefit they're gonna get. Then it's like you can move. You can move away from that. Right, because you're someone that's learning every day. You can only imagine how powerful they are and how how great it would be to have them on your team. I want to look for somebody that's that's learning every day. Like, are you learning every fucking day? If you're not learning, I don't even want you around me. Do you know what I mean? Dude, why, you know, you do this every time I see you. He does this every goddamn time I see him. He lights my mind on fire. He bounced. You know, I didn't watch fucking TV for like two weeks because of your ass, dude. I'm sitting, at, dude. I'm, I, I'm like sitting there. I got home. I'm listening to a book. I'm listening to a book. I'm listening to a podcast. My wife's like, "Hey, you're gonna, we're gonna slap, you know, put on this." I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." But then by the fifth time, she asked me, like, "I'm like, nah, man, I'm good." Like, it's okay, she's like, honey. "She's like, what are you doing? Like, you don't want to watch? Like, what do you, you don't want to watch TV?" I'm like, "Nah, I can't watch TV right now." Like, I would, because, dude, I finished three books though, so I finished yeah. three books in that time. Right. And I and you do this to me every time because you reinforce what I'm doing, and it makes me feel good because it makes me feel like I'm not crazy. I was a white trash, raggy, you know, just dirty faced, pimple faced, scrappy and kid, and I was funny and I was silly and I would put things together, you know, for people to make them laugh. But you know, it was either at my expense. Or the situational's expense. expense. But I mean, I'm self-deprecating, right. but it's funny, you know, but right. the, the podcast is literally making fun of my nose, mm. which, which by the way, Eddie also did make um, the graphics for that too. So yeah, the, the which I have, I have given him a shout on that, but I can't official. see the big nose though. I'm going to, I'm going to, we got to blow it up a bit. No, I'm talking about your nose. Mine? It, it seems like it worked out. Like <laughs> your head like grew into the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I got more hair now. Yeah. I think I so think that's what it is. You're growing because like, I did I grow the hair out. Yeah, I did like a a, a Frank takes the focus off your nose. Yeah, Frank Grillo type uh, hairstyle. I'll put Frank Grillo up. He's me. He's a man. Uh, because I was I kept it short. I think it like made my nose shrink. Um, um, but yeah. So it's like you light that, and I think that it's the same story because poverty poor is poor. Like when I tell you my family's dirt poor, I mean like dirt poor. Same mm-hmm. for you. You were telling me where you know um, your family's from. You know you, you you got to visit and see you know like just the, how poor they were. Yeah, you we're, know we're from the mountain spot. 
my grandfather um, from my mom's side actually held it together. Like, yeah. He had 12 kids. It's a structure. He had a small house. Mm-hmm. And then my uncle built more, you know, made the house bigger. That's crazy. And then they, you know, we all we moved out here. It's always, uh, it's always been a building. I've always seen building, like, yeah. better. Progression. Progression. Yeah. Levels, like, it's always gotten better. But it's, it's gotten better because of also the attitudes, too, though, towards everything I imagine. You know, so you, you have the such an opportunity to live up to making it better, progression, and doing that. And um, like I said, that's why it's always such a it's always such a pleasure, man. You know, when we have you have you in here and Thank see you. you see you working on all your crafts and the things that you actually want to do. And I think when you're able to put finally put a cash value. Put a value, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say a cash value. A value on yourself. And you finally could do that. It's so powerful. It's so powerful to be able to go, this is this is what I'm worth now. This is the price today. It's different than it was yesterday. And it could be, it could change It could change again. Yeah, yeah, it'll change it, again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's the beauty of it. I think, you know, I, I would like to leave here saying, you know, keep improving, keep learning, keep, you know, uh, Discipline is big with, you know, I, I, I've been disciplined enough to, to just change my life. And I know there's so much more to come because there's more discipline that I need to put in my life. You know, I'd be, like I said, we're not perfect. You, you could be great at this thing, but still suck at that thing. And it's all about improving all those things. It's kind of like an equalizer. Yeah. Yeah. It's constantly, you're constantly tweaking, gonna be tweaking thing, and improving. Yeah. yeah. You know? And you 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 had said a book for me to read before you you know before we had the podcast. What was it? Forty eight. Um, forty eight laws of power. Forty eight laws of power. Forty eight laws of power is a great book for, and it, it's not it's not about like being this self centered powerful person. It's more like power over yourself and power over you know everything that that you're trying to trying to understand and and trying to project too. Yeah, well, we definitely need that. I mean, especially, I mean, not to do the New Year's resolution thing. I'm not really big on that. I did say I ought to have a, a, a dry, you know, I January write things type down. stuff. I write things down every year. Yeah, I did. I did. I did, too. I wrote a lot of things down. Yeah. And some suck and some are good. Yeah. But I look at January as the whole month on working on yourself. I don't yeah. think it's like, all right, I'm going to start this diet and, you know, I'm going to go extreme. I would never tell anyone to go extreme with anything like don't yeah, just start small. Smart, start small. Don't just like, all right, I'm done with carbs. Yeah. You, you're going to bug out. And yeah. And you're going to fail 10, 15 d- days down the line and be like, all right, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not doing this for so the rest the of the year. goal is should be like little by little. Like I like I told my fiance, like, yes, I want to eat healthier, everything to be healthier, but I'll, I still want, you know, a couple slices of bread or, yeah. you know, like obviously I want to keep the low carbs, but... I'm going to do it gradually. Eddie, before we go, uh, before we take off, is there anything you want to promote? Yeah, I want to promote, uh, I got an album coming out this year, coming up. I would go. say like spring slash early summer. Um, what kind of music is it? It's going to be hip hop. Hip hop. Um, motivational. Um, that pump up stuff. Pump up stuff. Yeah. Like gym, like gym music. Yeah. Inspirational stuff. Um, a little stuff bit about my stories, about my life. In it, in the, in the. In the album, album, no yes. shit. There you go. All right. Um, it's gonna be pretty dope. I'm I'm really excited about it. It's probably some of the best music I've written. 
So I'm excited about it. I'll um, take it. I'll take it. Hell yeah. A lot more art. I got a lot of ideas, a lot of cool ideas for my art. You've been putting a lot of stuff out there too. Yeah. A lot of stuff out there. You my know. prices went up. Yeah. As they should. Remember and, the um, price? What, what's, the, what's the saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday's pricing, today's price. Yeah. Um, and going, uh, promoting, uh, my, uh, special needs, uh, training course for barbers. It's huge. And I'm going to try to start, you know, the whole East coast and then do the, you know, down South and go all around promoting. And you go and you go to, from spot to spot when you do that. So yeah, that's the mission to go to each school and try to implement the special needs course. And, and that's just such a massive thing for people to be able to be able to interact with somebody and have that so they can really cover all areas, have the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Normalize it. Yeah. When kids go to the barbershop and or parents go with the kids on the spectrum or, you know, or any type of special need that they feel comfortable and accepted. And that's my, one of my biggest goals. It's huge. Like some, uh, I'm probably, I'm probably the most proud of. Um, That's huge. I am the most proud of actually. Yeah. And it's changing the world and it's making it a better place and a more accepting place. And that's my biggest goal. So, yeah, this year is going to be focused on that, too. That's huge. That's huge. A lot of good things going on for uh, 2022, man. Sure. Getting married. My daughter's graduating. Going to the military. What branch? What branch of? uh, Army. Army. There you go. See, I mean. She has her own car. (laughs) They grow up quick. She's a leader. Quick. I mean, so you get married, too. And you were saying you were getting married in New York before we were talking about it. Yeah. Pricey. Pricey. (laughs) And we're finding that out, too. Weddings are crazy, dude. That's why I did my wedding, you know, quick. I was yeah. like, yep, hot, done, married, you know. <laughs> but I, I, And I wanted to do a quick one, but you don't. No, I don't, dude. I, I get it. Sometimes yeah. you just got a uh, beautiful thing. It's it's going to be more than than just the wedding. So Yeah, yeah, it's it's more than it's more than that. To, right. it's, it, to us, it's my, like whatever. My, my dad's coming, and, you know, my mom's going to be there. And it's, it's huge. Taking a, you know, t- taking a picture with both of them is going to mean a lot to me. That's gonna be huge, man. Well, Watching my daughter graduate successfully—that's it, it's huge. You know, you have a you have so many good things going on, and dude, I I just wish you the best, Thank man. You. In two thousand two, thanks, man. We we talked earlier about that, dude. It's, sure. it's always good. You want to see other people do well, so remember that when you're when you're trying to do this, you need to be a cheerleader too. You need to wish well on other people as well. You do because it's first of all, it's not fun all all alone at the top. Yeah. And second of all, you want to have friends that you could, you know, invest in things together. Yeah. I might be able to call you and be like, hey, Ben, I need uh, two million. Yeah. 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 I got this. Yeah, or I got, I got it. this. I got or, it for you. you know, you can do that. And, and it's easier to bounce ideas off one another, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. We are out of here. Eddie, thank Peace. you. As always. Thank, thank you. you. Yep.